Gemaraye Bamot, Daf Ayin Zayin. Masech dedicated for the Fuash Shemashim on Ben Simha. En Narefanalo Betok Shar Hode Amo Israel. Amen. So we'll begin today's Daf on Ayin Vav Amud Bet. And we'll start from the Mishnah. Amoni Umoavi Asurin. The Isuran Isur Olam. So when it comes to people from the nation of Ammon or Moab, so they're forbidden to come into the Kahal. They're also forbidden forever. Isur Olam. Abal Nikbotehem Mutarot Miyad. The Nikibot, Ammoniyah, Moabiyah, are permitted to come into the congregation once they convert immediately. Mitzri v'adumi, when it comes to an Egyptian or an adumi, enam asurim ela ad dorot. So they're only forbidden up until three generations. Echad zecharim v'echad nekevot. But it includes male and female alike. Rabbi Shimon matir et nekevot miyad. Rabbi Shimon is matir mitzri, or mitzrit, and uh, adumit. Immediately. Amar Bishimon, Bishimon makes a Kavahomer. He says, Kavahomer Advarim. Uma in Bimkom, She Asarit Zecharim, Isur Olam, Etirat Nekevot, Miyad, Makom, Shelo Asarit Zecharim, Elaad, Shelochadorot, Enodin, Shenatir, Etenekevot, Miyad. And what in the case of Ammoni and Moabi? that the males are forbidden Isur Olam forever and still the ladies are permissible. So when it comes to Mitzri and Adumi that they're only forbidden the males for three generations so certainly the ladies should be permissible. If where we forbade the men forever we matir the ladies so where we matir the men after three generations certainly we should allow the ladies into the Kahal immediately. That's the Misham Ons <coughs> Kalva Homer. Amrulo imalacha nekabel. If you have such a halacha, halacha Moshe Misinai, if you have a tradition, so you heard from your rabbis, so then already we'll accept it. The imladin, but again, if you're just doubting the kavachomer on your own, then already yesh teshuva. We can answer it. Amar lahem lo ki halacha aniyomer. Listen, I'm not saying my own kavachomer, I have a tradition. From my rabbis. The Gemara will say what the potential refutation of the Kavahomer of Rabbi Shimon would have been. Gemara, Mina Hane Mile. So, how do we know this? This law that we said that a female, Amonit, or a Moabit, is permissible to come into the Kahal. Amar Buchanan, the Amar Kira. Vichirot Shaul et David. Yotse Lekrata Pelishti. This is the story when David was going to kill Goliath. So when Shaul saw David go and greet the Pilishti, which is Goliath, Amar el Abner Sar Hasaba. So he said to Abner, his, his general, Ben Mizehanar, Abner, who is this uh, the son? Uh, who is the, this lad? Who is he the, the son of? Bayomar Abner, Melech Im Yadati. He says, I swear to the king, I don't know. Is that possible? 
Vedlo Yadale, the puzzle that Shaul did not know who David was, Vakitiv, Vayehavehu, the Shaul loved David, Meod, Vahilo no Sekirim. He was one that held his um, his weapons, his, his his bow and arrow. Now I'm gonna come along and say that he's asking Abner who he is. Ela Abu Kamashir. He wasn't asking about David, but he was asking about his father. The Gabra says, okay, we understand he was asking about his father. The Pasuk says, Ben Mizehanar. But is that possible that he didn't know who his father was? The Aviv, Loyadale, Vakitiv, as the Pasuk says, Vaish Bime Shaul Zaken Ba Baanashim. That Shishai, which is the father of David, came with people. What does that mean, came with people? The Amara, Vitima Rabbi Abba, Zeishai Avid Avid, Shenechnas Beuchlusa, Viasa Beuchlusa. We call that an entourage. That he, when he traveled, he traveled with all entourage of people. So he was well known. It's impossible to say that nobody knew, or Shaul Ahmed didn't know who Yishai uh, was. He was famous. He was Hashuv. Shaul had to know him. So what the question was, not that he know him uh, to identify him. He knew who he was. He knew who David was. He knew who Yishai was. But he was looking at the pedigree of where Yishai comes from. Ela. Hakika Amar, Zil She'al, go and investigate. That means we know that the Yishai and the Davidic line comes from Yehuda. And we know Yehuda had twins. The twins of Yehuda is Peretz and Zerah. But go see which line Yishai comes from, from the Parsi line or the Zarchi line. And what's the Nafkamina? Then already, that's the line of kings. Shemelech poretz la'asot derech. Peretz menashon to breach. Because the king is able to breach a fence and walk through somebody's field in order to uh, to cut cut across. We would call that today eminent domain. That the king can just do whatever he wants and seize properties in order to cut across. That's lashon peretz. Ve'en memachim biyado, and nobody can stop him. The princes come from Zerah. So it'll be an ambassador, it'll be a Hashu person, but he's not going to be Ra'ui for a king. What's the reason why Shaul said to ask, which means why all of a sudden was he concerned if David is Ra'ui to be a king or not? Why now all of a sudden? <clears throat> did this concern Shaul? Why is he asking now about the lineage? What, what, what happened? But says, Shaul et David Madav. When David was going out to fight Goliath, so Shaul put on to David the armor. <clears throat> and the armor actually was uh, uh, was sized for Shaul. And Shaul was very tall, was very broad. And when he put them on to David, it says it fit him. And it was a tradition that if the armor fits a person in such a miraculous way, because it really wasn't fitted for David, then already it's potentially to be the next king. So it says, Vayalbesh Shaulit David Madav. Madav, it sounds like Kemidato, that it actually fit David. Even though we know that cannot have fit him in, in a natural way, because we know that Shaul 
משכמו ואמר לה, גבוה מכל העם. And he was tall more than anybody else in the nation, Shaul. And therefore, it must have been a miracle. So he saw that miracle, Shaul understood that David is going to succeed him. So he wanted to know, who is he from? Is he worthy to be the next king of, of Israel? Does he come from Peretz Ozerach? Amar lo doeg adomi, enter doeg adomi, who was a tamid hakam, he was one of the advisors of Shaul. <coughs> Again, he would be the one that would advise Shaul to kill Nov. Ir ha-kohanim, ayin sham in the Nevi'im. So he tells him, Ad she'atam mash'il alav, im ha-gunu le-malchut im lav, before you start to question if David has worthiness to assume the role of king or not, we have a, you, you, you're putting the cart before the, before, before, the, before the horse, which means over here, the cart before the wagon, over here you have a, a, a bigger question to ask. He might not even be worthy to come in front of the, in, in, in the kahal. My ta'ama, because he descends from Ruth the Moabiyah. And the Torah forbids uh, Moabiyah people to come into the Ka'al forever, even if she converts. Meaning, she can convert, but she can marry another convert, another, another one like her. And therefore, it cannot marry. So Ruth was the grandmother, and she was Moabiyah. So everybody that comes from her is Pasul, Pasul Ka'al. Amade Abner, so Abner, what are you talking about? Tanina, that we learned already in the Rasha. Amoni velo Amonit, Moabi velo Moabit. Torah only talks it in the masculine. Lo yavo Amoni, lo yavo Moabi. And it's for good reason it talks in the masculine. Because it's coming to minimize and to uh, exclude the feminine. And therefore there's no Isud on Moabiyah uh, ladies. And therefore, Ruth is permissible. Therefore, David is, Yishai is permissible. And therefore, David is fine. He says, oh, this is a new dirashai giving us over here. That's what the Torah mentions masculine as coming to exclude feminine. This is Doeg's question. Lo yavo mamzer. When the Torah says mamzer, that's also masculine. Are you going to argue velo mamzeret? <coughs> Certainly not. Nobody thought to say that mamzeret will be permissible, but according to your derasha, you have to be consistent. So he answered, he said, no, don't, don't, don't bring me a question from mamzer. Mamzer ketiv, mumzar. The word itself implies mumzar, that if a child has in him a blemish, because he came from a zar, from a stranger, meaning the mother went with a uh, stranger. Eshet ish. So therefore, in the word itself, it implies male, female. doesn't matter whether the kid's a, a boy or a girl. The point is he has a... Mum, Mumzar. So he said, okay, fine. Mitzri, velo Mitzrit. What are you going to do when the Torah says that a lo yavo Mitzri? So you're going to come along and say that only the males and not the females make the same derajah. Mitzri, velo Mitzrit. And at this point over here, Gemara is uh, uh, questioning, you have to be consistent. So Abner said, no. Shani hacha. Over here it's different. Which means normally when the Torah says Mitzri, it's not to make the diuk. Uh, Mitzri 
ולא מצליד. Really, it means everybody. And really, when it says Amoni and Moavi, it should mean everybody. But here is different because it gave us the reason. Here the Torah told us why. Al Asher lo kedemu etchem balechem ubamayin. Because they did not greet us and offer us bread and water when we came out of Mitzrayim. And therefore, once we know the reason, we can exclude women. It's the derech of a man to greet guests on the road and give provide for them, you know, their provisions. And it's not the way of an isha to do such things. So therefore, if you're going to go with the reason, you'll see that ladies should be excluded. Now, of course... The Rishonim um, all asked a big question over here. It says, when B'nai Yisrael reached the Gevul of the Emori, <clears throat> uh, and uh, they told Sihon, who was the king of Emor, Ochel b'kesef tashbireni ve'achalti, umayim b'kesef titeni ve'shatiti. They're telling Sihon, give us, uh, not give us, we'll pay for the bread, We'll pay for whatever we drink. Like the Moavim did for us. That sounds like what? The Moavim people did go out and give us bread and water. Not like the Amonim. So how can the Gemara come along and say... That the Moavi are uh, uh, banned because they didn't greet us. From the Pasuk, it sounds like they actually did. That's what the Pasuk goes out of its way to say. There were Moavi people, which was not the majority of them, that were living in Ahab. They came out. That's one answer. Some say no. They're both banned, but for two different reasons. That's true. Amonim are punished because... They're banned because they didn't greet us. As the Pasuk concludes, So therefore, it's two different reasons. So therefore, we have no problem. Yeah, Moab did give us food. Moabim Be'ar is Moab. So why are they banned then? Different reason, they hire Bilam. Fine. Abner's answer will only answer Ammonit, but it's not going to answer Moabit because they actually came out and gave uh, 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 bread and water. Moab, 
ולא הנשים הם שסחרו את בלעם בן בעור. The reason why Moabit ladies are permissible, they didn't do the hiring. Who usually does hiring? Men. It was the men, Zikne Moab, hired Bil'am. But the ladies did not, and therefore they are not going to be subject to the law of Isur Kahal. And Derek Ishal, Yud Me'urevit Binyanim, that's the way the Rashba learns, and that's the way the Ritba says as well. In any event, the Gemara then comes along and says, wait, היה להם לקדם אנשים לקראת אנשים, בנשים לקראת נשים. This is Doeg answering back. I agree with you. Might not be appropriate for the ladies to go out and start giving food to, you know, men, wayfarers in the street, in the, in the fields, but the ladies should have went out to, to the ladies at least. Okay, now that's going to answer, I mean, according to the Ritba, that's going to answer Amoni. But how is that going to answer Mo'avi? Because again, <laughs> what are you going to say? They should, the, the, the ladies should have hired the uh, Bil'am? The ladies don't hire. So therefore, what's Abner's answer back? There should be no reason at all to forbid them. So that's what to say that since they put Amoni and Moabi in the same Pasuk, whatever uh, uh, restrictions we're going to put on Amon, we're going to put on Moab as well. And therefore, if the ladies of Amon are going to be forbidden, the ladies of Moab are going to be forbidden as well. And some say that really Amon had one sin and Moabi had two sins. Not only did they not greet you with bread and water, but they also hired the lambs. If the first reason applies to both Amon and Moab, and the second reason only applies to Moab. So according to that, we understand the question of Doeg. Doeg is saying, fine, the ladies should have went out to greet the ladies at least. So therefore they're just as guilty. What was Avner's answer to this? His answer was Ishtik. His answer was no answer. He was silent. Miyad, the Pasuk says, Vayomer HaMelech, this is Shaul, tells Avner, She'al ata ben mi ha'elem. Go find out who the elem is. Elem is not the word, not, not as the youngster. Elem is like the lad. Now why did in the beginning he refer to him as a na'a? Now it's referring to him as a elem. Why did he change the, uh, the language? This is what Shaul told Abner. Was forgotten. There's a halakha over here that was netalema. So where do you go find halakhot that are forgotten? Where do you go find the solution? The yeshiva. Go find out and search in the Beit HaMidrash. So the Gemara says, Shaul went, Shaal, you're right. The Derasha is correct. Amoni is the man. Ladies are excluded. Moabi is the man. Moabiyah is excluded. Actually, who doeg kolhani kushyata? 
seems doeg followed him to the Bet Midrash, and he threw out all his questions. Ah, Mamzer, Velo Mamzer, Ah, Mumzar, Ah, Mitzri, Velo Mitzrit. No, I gave a reason. I gave a reason. Then uh, the ladies should be guilty because they should have went out to greet thee. All the questions that Doeg asked on the Derashah, he asked the Midrash, Ishtiku. And he was able to silence them as well. And now, Doeg wanted to make an announcement on David that he's pasul to come into the congregation. Miyad. And therefore, what happened over here, uh, somebody else came immediately uh, in order to defend uh, 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 David, and we'll see exactly who that was. Who was it? It was Amasa ben Ish. There was a man called Amasa, and he was the son of a man, Ushmo Yitra Hayishmi'ili. Here it refers to him as Yitra Hayishmi'ili. Asher ba'la bigal bat nahash. But another pasuk says ketiv that, huh? We have Yisraeli now. Ushmo Yitra Yisraeli. The next one is Yishmael. Ketiv, the second pasuk says, Yeter Hayishmaeli. So the question over here is, make up your mind. Is Yeter a Yisraeli or is Yeter a Yishmaeli? One pasuk that refers to him as the Yisraeli, Yitra, which is Yeter. And one pasuk refers to him as the Yeter, the Yishmaeli. So how do you reconcile it? You know what no, he was definitely a Yisraeli. But at this point, he acted like a Yishmaeli. Melamed. That when they wanted to oser David from coming into the congregation, namely Doeg, so what did he do? He, he girded his uh, sword like Ishmael. And he said, Call me Did anybody does not want to follow and take this halacha, Yedaker Bahirib should be slain by the sword. Shemuel is one of the Baalei Kabbalah, one of the Baalei Mesorah, and the Mesorah we have is as such. Of course, he was so vigilant because Doeg was trying to break Mesorah. And therefore, for that, it says, Hayab Mita, you're breaking a Mesorah over here. And therefore, we cannot just uh, ask questions. If you have a question, it's very good. But it's going against the Mesorah that we have. Finish. You can't, you can't ask questions. It was like breaking one of the Ikarim over here. So that's why he took the, the sword out over here to show the, the impact of what was taking place over here. Because if everybody's going to now start asking questions, and questions are going to override Mesorah, therefore we have a problem. Our whole Torah is based on traditions. So he says, wait. Very nice. Yitra, Yeter, whatever you want to call them. Very nice information. But the Gevara says, good information, but a little late. Because you cannot bring in tradition after the question already and the controversy is brewing. If you came in with your tradition, because you have no proof, we're not relying on you. If you came before the question was brewing in the Beit Midrash, you came yesterday, and you said, by the way, I have a tradition from Shemuel Aramati. Then you would say, okay, he has a tradition, we accept it. Yeah. But now that already it's brewing on the table, so now already 
It's not enough for you to come and give a testimony like that. We need, we need, to, we need proofs, we need witnesses to come along. So Gabbara said, Umi mehema is yitra believe v'amara bi abamara kol tamid hacham shemore halacha. That was not known. This is the halacha that was not known of. He's saying a big hadush over here. Uba, and he comes along and he says, the name is Rabbi. Im kodem maase amra. If he came before <coughs> the question came up, Shum'imlo. So we accept it. But if he comes after the question, Ve'imlab, and Shum'imlo. Which means, <laughs> maybe now, he just wants to say the name was Rabbi, so his words will be accepted. He loses the credibility. Everybody goes, oh yeah, I heard it from my Rabbi. That's Mutaf. Maybe he just wants his words to be accepted in the, in the Halakha to answer the question. So everybody's saying, I heard from my Rabbi, and therefore, since this again, yet it only shows up after the question about David's legitimacy arises. So therefore, the Chaura, very nice, good information, but a little too late. Gemara says, "Shaniyacha." It's different here. We have a rule that says that a davar she sofeol hitgalot. <clears throat> that you have an item that eventually can be exposed. The person doesn't lie. Which means, in this case, where Shemuel and his betin is alive. Anybody has any questions, go to Shemuel and his betin and ask him. So therefore, it doesn't matter if it came after the fact, since this is something that's davar she and galot, that it can become revealed very easily. So therefore, we don't have a hashad over here of Mesha Ker. <clears throat> and yesh mefarshim she'af im hora hacham lehashigia maaseh liyado in choshishim shemahu mishaked. There's another sevara that says it's not the way we're thinking. The rabbi's going to lie. The first way we learned it is with hashashish mishaked because uh, he wants to prove that he's right. The rabbi, my rabbi said, and this guy's we're not worried about mishaked. Why? Because they can they can expose him. I go to Medin of Shemuel and tell him I never said it. Or I said it. So therefore it's okay. But someone said the Hashashu is not in Yana Meshaker. What is it? Which means he's going to uh, make a mistake and think that he received it from his rabbi. When the rabbi is alive, the student is more careful in what the rabbi says. And therefore, we're not worried that he might misquote. Not that he was lying. No, no intention to lie over here. Elipshad is that if he wasn't alive, Shemuel, maybe he's being a little inaccurate. That means so middagdek. But because Shemuel's alive, the student is going to be more precise in quoting the Rav. And therefore, we're not hoshet that he made a, a mistake. Not that he was going to lie over here. In any event, the Gemara says, very nice. So, he answered all the questions in the sense that it's a Kabbalah. It's a bedin shel Shemuel, and everything's fine. Mikomakom kasha, okay. But still, we have the kashas of doeg, uh, uh, which means uh, when it says Moabit v'lo Moabit, so why don't you ask all the questions of doeg? The lady should have came out to greet the ladies at the end of the day. Still, that question is 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 is, is, is around. Now, what do you care about the questions of doeg at this point? If it's a kabbalah, it's a uh, it's a kabbalah. So you're worried about, could be in, in, in a later generation, you know, where the Betin 
can overturn it and, and, and things like that. So therefore you want to uh, get the eggs questions out of the way. Maybe not for, for today. And because we see that this, this controversy brewed for many, many future generations, even after this psak of Shemuel Aramati. So the Baran says, Ha'cha targimu, targimu kol kebuda bat melech penima. It's the way of bat melech, the daughters of the, the king, penima to be inside. Therefore, it's an inyan of modesty. Actually, Ruth was actually bat melech. So it's actually a good pasuk to bring. She was the daughter of Eglon, melech Moab. So kol kebuda bat melech, who was Ruth herself, penima. And there is no claim that ladies should have, you know, went out. It's not, not, not the derech of ladies even to go out to greet. Ladies. ladies. In Israel, they said, The angels told Abraham, And the angels, of course, were told by Abraham, That was a question that she was saying, that that's the way that she was supposed to be in the ohel. She said, even though the guests were coming, how come Sarah didn't come out and give the uh, food to the guests? Abraham is the one that was serving. Uh, what do you mean? Let the uh, let, 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 let her come out. No, that she remained inside. That means what he was saying was that even if ladies would have came to 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 to, to visit, she still remains in the tent because it's not the way of the ladies to go out not only to greet Malachim but not to greet. Not to greet uh, uh, anybody, for that matter. In all places in the in the, in the and therefore there's no claim against the ladies of Moab, and therefore Dwayne's questions are, are put to rest. The Gemara actually says that it's a subject to Mahlo Ketanaim. Amoni velo Amonit Moabi velo Moabit. Devre Rabbi Yehuda. Mishavon Omer. Each one gave a different. Is it a Kabbalah based on the Pasuk? Or are we going according to the reasons? Either way, we're good. If you go according to the Dirashah, period, no questions. If you go according to the Dirashah, we also have no questions because we answered them up as well. And therefore, however you're going to go, you're going to have a, 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 a way out. And the famous Dirashah that I think says from the Gaon uh, Vilna. Yom Vilna said that on the pasuk that we read in uh, Kufyutet, the pasuk says in Sin, Kufyutet is the alphabeta, says, Sarim redafuni hinam umidibarecha pahad libi, sas anuchi al imratecha kemotse shalal rav. So the Yom Vilna said that when you have the word daber in the Torah, and then you have the word lemor. By daber Adonai el Moshe lemor. What's the double language? By daber lemor. So it says, by daber is referring to the Torah shebichtav. That's lashon kasher, which is Torah shebichtav. By daber. And lemor is what? The commentary. Lemor is referring to Torah shebaalpeh. Shebaalpeh is lashon raka. There's reasons for that. Uh, Talmud is always Lashon Raka. The Torah says, Arba'im Yakenu, and the rabbis came along and said, It's not Arba'im, it's only Lamitet. Well, the Torah Shabbi Alpeh is the Mematek on the Torah Shabbi It makes it sweet. The Torah says, Ayin Tahat Ayin. And Torah Shabbi Alpeh says, What? Mamon. Not eye for an eye. 
So therefore, it's lemor. It's more lashon raka. In any event, so vaydaber Adonai il Moshe lemor. When Moshe Rabbeinu would teach the Torah, first he would give them the source. This is the pasuk, Vaydaber. And then he would say the Lemor, which is the commentary of Torah, Shebe'al Peh. So David HaMelech, Allah Vashlom, said it to him, Sarim redafuni inam. The Sarim. Who's the Sarim? Sarah Torah. Who's the Sarah Torah? Doeg. Sarim redafuni inam. They were trying to chase me out of the... Congregation, the Dafuni Inam. We see David was hinting that ultimately it was because of the Sina that they had towards David. It was a Sinat Hinam that was motivating them. But bottom line, the rabbis in the Midrash had a hard time answering. And what was I afraid of? David says, From your words that were written in the Torah Shabbat, Pahad Libi, Lo Yavo Amoni Umuavi. Bekalashem. And just like Mitzri is not differentiating between male and female, so Mu'avi is not differentiating, and Mamzeh is not differentiating. So what I was afraid of, However, Sas Anuchi al Imratecha. However, when they came, and the rabbis of the Talmud, and the rabbis of Bet Midrash came along and said, No, we have a tradition. Tradition is Mepeh Laozen. That's already Mesorah. That's not written in the book. We have a tradition to explain the book. Sas anuchi al imratecha. I was happy that when I heard imratecha, the Torah Shabbat interpretation, kemotze shalal rab. It was like I found a great treasure. And rab is lashetevod rut boaz, which he came to uh, uh, legalize the marriage of rut to boaz. And therefore, once the marriage of rut and boaz was legalized, that means David Amelech is mutar. And ultimately, to become the the king, and that's why we read Migilat Rut on Shavuot because since Shavuot is Zman Matan Torah Tenu, so we want to celebrate not only the receiving of Torah Shabbichtav, but Migilat Rut is the Migilat that reminds us how great Torah Shabbat is. Because really, what's the whole story of Migilat Rut? The lineage of David, and the lineage of David is only. Valuable because of the Gemara and Yebamot Daf Ein Zayin. Without this Gemara, we don't even know if David is kasher, and therefore that would be a very, very good book to read on Shavuot. <coughs> because again, during the day we read Aser Deberot. That's the Torah Shemichtav. After we read Migilat Rut, Torah Shemichtav and Torah Shemal And of course, we know that who wrote Migilat Rut, Shemuel Navi himself. <coughs> therefore, who better? Then the rabbi who the Mesorah came from to legitimize David's entry into the Kahal. Therefore, <coughs> Shemuel writes the Yehus. Darash, David says, you have opened my shackles. Amar David Moserai. Moserai is plural. Shene Moser. Huh? We did the Kitane? Yes. There's two shackles or yokes that you that was on me and that you untied them. Shayu alai. Pitahtam and you open them. You release them. Who are they? We have over here two issues. We have the issue of David that married. Ruta Mu'abiyah. And then we have also 
the Naama Amonit, which was the mother of Rehavam, which is the wife of Shalomo. And therefore, again, if, if, if Naama is forbidden, she breaks the, 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 the lineage, because Shalomo was married to Naama. And then Rehavam is going to be Pasul. And whoever comes out of Rehavam at that point is going to be Pasul Ka'al. So then, that we need the heter of not only Mo'abi, we need the heter of Amoni as well. And therefore, he says, you open two yokes that were army. The yoke that was Ruth, Mo'abiyah, and Na'ama Amonit. Darash Rava, Maitikhtiv, Rabot Asita, Atah Hashem, Elohai, Nifleotecha, Machshevotecha, Elenu. So it says, your thoughts and your wonders are on us. Elai lo ne'emar. Ela elenu lashon rabim. Elamed shaya rechab'am, the son of Shalomo, yoshev mechekosh shel David. He was sitting with his grandfather. Amar lo. So he tells him, Alai ve'alecha ne'emru shte mikraot halalu. That these pesukim, when it said Moabib Amoni, they were said about us. We are the beneficiaries of this pasuk over here because you married your mother was an Ammonite, my grandmother was a Moabit, and therefore He was telling his grandson that God's thoughts and wonders were referring to us, but shown Rabim that we were saved because of the derasha of Amoni. When I was anointed to be the king of Israel by Shemuel, I became the king, which means I rose to greatness. Which means I did not know that already in the Torah itself God had already alluded to Avraham Avinu in the Sefer itself that this was going to happen. <clears throat> Where did God allude to the ascension of David Melech to the throne in the Torah itself? Because it says when God told Avraham to go save Lot from Sedom, Ketiv. Go This is the angels told uh, uh, Lord, go take your wife and go take your daughters. And nimsaot that are <coughs> that are found. Well, obviously, they're found if they're in Sedom. They're found. So it says, But in Tehillim, what does it say? Matsati David Avdi it says Matsati also when it comes to David. The Midrash says, Matsati David, where did I find David? And the Midrash says, I found him Bisdom. Why? And Nimsaot. Because they were in the belly of the daughters of Lot. Who's the daughters of Lot? Eventually they would have cohabitation with their father, and it would come out of them. Amon and Moab. So therefore, it's saying, don't take your daughters, but take what's inside of your daughters. And Nimsaot. And therefore, and who was inside? Matsati David. I found David. So therefore, he says, I didn't even know. When I got anointed, I didn't even realize that I was already discussed <laughs> way back in the Torah that when they were saving uh, the city of Sidon, but I was already saving my soul by telling them, and himself. Okay, that is the famous Gemara. And that's the <coughs> great preparation 
again, for the holidays that were coming up to Shavuot, which is the main theme of the Hag. Now we go back to some questions in uh, marrying, marriage eligibility to Kohanim. Amar Ula. One major case we have to deal with this morning. Amar Rabbi Yohanan, Bat Ger Amoni Keshera Lekehuna. All right, you have a Ger Amoni. Okay, Ger Amoni, we said he's on the exodus, he's banned. Okay, so he married, let's say, at this point, he married a Giyoret Amoni. So there's no problem with that. That's who he has to marry. Again, don't make the mistake that we don't accept converts. We do accept converts from Ger Amoni. They just can't marry into the Kahal, but they can convert. Anybody can convert. According to Rambam, Amalek can convert. The point is, Ger Amoni married a Giyoret Amoni, which is 100% permissible. They're both not part of the Kahal, so we can marry each other. And they had over here a daughter. Okay, Mr. Mantov, the daughter over there is now... Uh, Amonit or a Moavit, whatever you want to call her, but she's a daughter. The She'ela is, she is definitely permissible to come into the Kahal. That's not the question. Of course she comes to the Kahal. She's a, she's, 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 she's a girl. The girls have no, no Isur. The She'ela is, can she marry Kohen? That's the issue over here. Can, maybe we make some, uh, you know, restrictions. She converts. We learned about this already. Converts cannot marry Kohanim. So maybe the daughter of converts over here cannot marry uh, uh, Kohen. So that is the she'ira. Came Rabbi Yohanan and said, no problem. There is no problem. Where are you going like? Which means that Rabbi Yohanan made his statement. Alibadihu. E... Rabbi Yehuda, oh, what did Rabbi Yehuda say? Ha'amar, we learned in Kiddushin, bat ger zakhar ke bat halal zakhar. Finished. Rabbi Yehuda is very strict. The daughter of a ger is what? Like the daughter of a halal. Let's say you have a halal. His daughter becomes forbidden to the kihuna. Bat halal. Bat ger is like bat halal. And therefore, the daughter of one ger is going to be forbidden to the kihuna. So therefore, ve'i, therefore what? Kol shekem, we're both of them a ger and giyoret. Pashut, it's going to be asur to kihuna. You can't tell me that the Bihuram was being lenient according to Bihuda. The Bihuda says, bat ger is ke bat halal. So certainly, if they're both Ger and Giyoret, the kid is going to be Pasultari. The girls be Pasultari Keuna. So who must be it going like? Like Rabbi Yosef. Who must be going like Rabbi Yosef? Who argues on Rabbi Yudam Masachet Kedushin? The Gebra says, well, that's the case. Peshita. Ha'amar avger shenasa Giyoret bitokeshera lekehuna. Which means he comes along and says, so therefore, what do you have to tell me? It's Pashut. You don't have to tell me that this Ger Amoni married the Giyoret, that the kid's permissible to the Kehuna. He says, even Ger Shenasa Giyoret Bitok Keshira the Kehuna. So what is the, uh, what is the, um, what, what is the problem? Now, even, which means, 
even though we know a giyorit is pisula de kehuna, but the child is not forbidden according to the biyoseh. Bat kirim is permissible. Why? Because the child was born beter, and it was born Jewish. And therefore, there is no problem. And therefore, this case over here was what? The child was born Bektushah. The child is 100% Jewish. The parents converted before they got pregnant. And therefore, the kid is born Horata Veledata Bektushah. So according to the B.O.C., there's no Nochidush to tell me that Badger Amoni is going to be permissible. It's Pashut according to me. So therefore, we're asking who is Rabbi Yohanan actually saying is Halakha according to <coughs> the Gemara comes along and says, Maybe I'll say, really? Rabbi Yohanan is saying, it's Rabbi Speak it out for a second. What did Rabbi Yosef say? He just said, if a ger marries a giyoret, which by the way, a ger, a giyoret, are permissible to come to the kahal. So they want to get get married themselves. That anyway, they were permissible to come into the car. So the kids okay to go now. Where do you see that if you have somebody like a get amoni who's forbidden to come into the kahal that gets married, that the kids going to be uh, permissible? You don't see that from Rabbi Yosef. All you see is get giyore that both of them are permissible to come into the kahal. Their product will be mutale kiyona. But you want to up the ante. You want to come along and say, ah, not only getting giyore regular. You want to say even get Amoni that he himself is asuda kahal, his product is maybe there's a difference. So the Gemara right away asks, meaning the get Amoni the lo How do you know? Which is you have to show me a case where that from an isur. And still the child will be permissible to come into the kahal, even though the father himself was asur. So the Gemara says, no, Diyalif mikohen gadol me'almana. And I'll tell you, we learn it from the case of the Kohen Gadol that went with an almana, which means since Kohen Gadol is not allowed to go with the almana, therefore the kid or the daughter is going to be a so to get Amoni who cannot come into the Kahal, therefore the product is going to be forbidden. Just like a Kohen Gadol that marries an Almana. Forbidden, the kid becomes Asur. So to get Amoni who is forbidden to come into the Kahal, maybe the kid, it should be forbidden. Gemara says, no. What are you talking about? Ma le Kohen Gadol be'almana sheken bi'ato ba'avera. Which means the Kohen Gadol, when he went with the Almana, that's a Bi'ah Asura. That's why the kid is a halal. But when a Ger Amoni marries a Giyorit Amonit, there's no Isur in the Bi'ah over there. The, the Bi'ah was 100% legitimate. So therefore, why should I think it's going to be Asur? Don't compare it to a Kohen Gadol to an Amoni. That's worse. Kohen Gadol to Amana is worse because the Bi'ah is Asura. But get Amonit and Amonit, there's no Bi'ah Asura. Therefore, of course the kid should be permissible. The Gemara says, no. Halal Yochiyah. What do you mean? I'll show you a case where the Bi'ah can be permissible, but the result is going to be Asura. A halal that marries a Bat Yisrael. 
Marriage is 100% permissible. Halal can marry a bat Yisrael. But what's the story with the kids? The kids are, the daughter is a halala. So therefore you see what? That even though the bi'ah is permissible, like the case of Gid Amonit Amonit, it's quite possible that the child should be Asur. So give us no, no, don't bring me a thing from halal. I'll tell you, no. The halal, the reason why when he marries a bat, he said the kids are halal because he himself was created through Isud. How did the halal come about? A Kohen married a divorcee. So he's the product of an Isud. So therefore, if you're the product of an Isud, therefore you could create a Isud. But to get Ammoni and the Ammoni that were not products of Isud, so therefore, maybe they should not have a problem. There's no Hidush. Gabriel says, no. Kohen Gadol Yochiyah. We go back, that was a ping pong. Kohen Gadol Yochiyah. The Kohen Gadol is not a product of Isud, and still his, when he marries an Almanah, it's going to be forbidden. So too, Afkir Amoni. The Kohen says, no. Malik Kohen Gadol. We go back. Malik Kohen Gadol, that to be as a surah. Tomar Begir Amoni. Halal Yochiyah. Malik Halash. You see the Babarah. Kohen Gadol Yochiyah. Then we're stuck in a cyclone over here. We're stuck in a, uh, 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 which is called a vicious cycle, as they call it. So the Gabbarah comes on and says, Hazar Adin. Hazar Adin, we keep on going back and forth. Don't ease it, ease it. The Chumrah of the Halal, it's not like the Chumrah of the Kohen Gadova Almana, because again, there's no Isud in the Bi'ah. The Lord is a kid, is a the Chumrah of Kohen Gadova Almana, is not like the Chumrah of the Halal, because the Halal is a Tzira Toba Averam, and the Kohen Gadova not. And therefore, we're trying to bring a, again, a proof from either Kohen Gadol, Balmana, or a Halal. And we cannot really, uh, we see that they want, they have different Humrot that bring, uh, so therefore we cannot really learn from either of them. So what we do, alone. So what we do is, we bring the, exactly, we bring the common denominator between them, which is called Tzad HaShaber. Obviously, it's not this Humrah that's bringing the result, because the Humrah that's by one is not by the other. So it's not the Humrot necessarily that they have individually that are bringing the result. It must be what they have in common. What is the Tzadah Shemesh Shemahim? Which means the common denomination said. Which means they have Tzad Pagum, that they cannot marry the majority of the kahal. Obviously, you have limitations. Kohen Gadol has limitations, and the halal has uh, limitations. They cannot go to all the kahal. And what do we see? What? These limited people that cannot marry Rov Kahal, when they get married respectively, what's the story with their daughter? Bito Pesula. So to Afka, when it comes to Ger Amoni, She'eno Berov Kahal. Obviously, Ger Amoni cannot marry the majority of Israel. Therefore, bito pesu la. That's it. Which means, bottom line, you see that people that have compromised a lineage and so not lineage, but compromised uh, limitations of they can marry. Kohen Gadol obviously has limitations. You cannot marry an almana. A halal has a limitation. Cannot marry a, a, a kohen. So therefore, since you see they cannot go berov Yisrael, they have limitations in Rov Yisrael, and Geramoni clearly has limitations. So therefore, and they produce halalim. The halal that married a uh, Bat Yisrael produces a halal. And a Kohen Gadol that married Amara produces a halal. Halala. So too, when a Geramoni marries a Geramoni, they can produce a 
halal as well, halala. And therefore the Gebra has proven it, and therefore Rabbi Yohanan's deen is correct, and that's the Hadush. even halal to a to a ba israel there is sad avera in the halal himself. How did the halal come into the world? Through the avera of his parents. So therefore, the common denominator might be that when you can find an avera somewhere in this marriages, or in their existence, that produces halal. Nobody made averot of it. I don't know, they follow the, the law like they were. Maybe it doesn't produce... Uh, you know, uh, maybe the daughter will not be forbidden to the uh, the Kohen. So the Gebara says, ah, oh, we're changing the case now. Who told you that the marriage of the Ger Amuni was legitimate? Till now, we always assumed what? Ger Amuni married the Giyoret Amuni. Everyone was saying, it's Heter. Maybe the Ger Amuni was marrying a Bat Yisrael, where the marriage was Isur. That's what the Tadush of the Yohanan is coming to tell me that even so, the kid is going to be permissible for the kiona. And if it's exactly like Amrata Kohen Gadol, Amrata Kohen Gadol is asur and produces halala, and this produces, and therefore, I would have thought that if a Ger Amoni marries a Bat Yisrael, it should be uh, the same. Kamash Malan, if you are to say, no. Yabara says, Dilma Ba'amoni Shinasa Bat Yisrael Ka'amart. And what's the Hadush? That's what he's coming to tell me. That's what he had Because the Quran's original question was, what's the Hadush here? And now, by the way, if you learn like this, <laughs> it's a tremendous Hadush. That even though the Bi'ah of the Ger Amunit to the, Amun, the Baptist was Asur, and normally we have a precedent, problem, uh, halal, there was Isu somewhere, here is Isu direct. That still it's going to be Keshe. Uh, so the Yabara says, in. You're right. That is the Hadith of Rabbi Hanan. Which means, if you want to tell me, get married again, for sure the kids. That's for sure. I'm telling you, a big Hadith. Dechi atta Rabin, when Rabin came from Eris Israel to Babel, Dechi atta, we came from Eris Israel. Amar Rabbi Hanan, Batkir Amuni. That's the, we're talking about over the daughter of a Ger Amoni, Ubat Mitzlisheni, which is also problematic, right? But Bat Mitzlisheni, she's the daughter of a Mitzlisheni. And they. She, she is the Shini? No, but. Let's no, watch. That they married a Bat Yisrael Ba'avera. Right, because he's still a Shini. Exactly, which so means the marriage was Isud. The marriage was Isud. They produced, uh, some it's permissible to come into the Kahal of Yisrael. But the question is, the Bia was Asud. Because the, the Shani married a Bat Israel, which was forbidden. And the Hadush is still. So stop right there. That's the proof that we're talking about that the marriage of the Isur. And that's uh, what we're saying. Uh, the Ger Amoni married a Bat Israel. The Shani married a Bat Israel, which is forbidden. The kid, which is a Shani, she's no problem. Can go to the Kahal. The Hadush can even marry in the Kehuna. And the Shaki says, no. The Shaki says, Pesu la. What's the logic of Ishtagish? Simple. 
Kohen Gadol Amana. But when you have an Isur Bi'ah, it produces Alarim. Kohen Gadol Balmana. That's the perfect example. Rabbi Yohanan Amar, Keshera. Detani Rabbi Zakai Kamed Rabbi Yohanan. So the Pasuk says, the Gabe Kwengel, Ki im betula me'amav yikah isha. Maze me'amav. Betula me'amav. Betula from his nation, from his people. What does it mean, from his people? So give us Doresh. Le'avi giyoret mekana. It's coming to include a betula from giyoret, from its inception, which means the mother and the father were from a different nation, and the kid was born, Bikdusha, that kid also will be permissible, if she, girl, if she is a Bitula, Shehi Keshira Lekehuna, which means, so if, as long as it's called Me'amav, which means that, Batger V'giyoret Mekana, from its inception, they produce a daughter, that is a Bitula, there will be no problem for the Kohen Gadol to marry that girl. However, if, let's say, the mother is a, 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 a Yisraelite, let's say, that married to a, 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 a Ger, so then already it's going to be Pesula Lekeuna, if, like our case, Amoni is married to a, but uh, a Ger Amoni is married to Yisraelite, that's not already both Ger and Giyoret, it's Isud, in that case the child is going to be Asud to the Keuna, the Amarle, that's what Abizakai said. Rabotai, Rabbi Zakai said, when is Me'amav telling me only when both Ger and Giyor, which is legitimate marriage, Ger and Giyor, and the kids are Betula, Marugabah, take it to the Gohen. But uh, if it's, let's say, Ger Amoni to Abba Yisra, where the marriage is forbidden, the kid's going to be Asudah, everyone's going to argue on this. Everyone says, no. Ramadah, Ani Shoneh, Amav, Me'amav lehavi betula haba'a mishene'amimin. I hold that me'amav is coming to say that even if it's a girl that comes from two amimin. How could you come from two amimin? The father is from Ammon, the mother is from Israel, and the child is a betula. Ve'at amat giyore mekana betula. You say only it's going to be pure giyore giyore. I say even Me'amav that it comes from two, Nation. two nations. That's, and that's where you see the Biyohanan's opinion. Now the Gabbara says, what does Shne'ame mean? I explained it to you already. What does Shne'ame mean? I explained to you that the father's from Ammon and the mother's from yeah. Israel. And therefore, even though it's Isur, but he holds what? That the kid is going to be permissible for Geuna. My Shne'ame mean, Ilima Amonishinasa Amonit. That's not Shnei Amimit. If it's Amonit, they married an Amonit. They're both from Amon. Umayish meshene Amimin. Me'amav. Me'amav. Meshene Amim. That's how they're learning the men. The zecharim asurim v'nekevot mutarot. That's what I tell you. The Shnei Amimim is that they have two laws. The males are permissible and the la- forbidden and the ladies are permissible. So it's like the two nations. We can separate male and female in the nation of Ammon itself. Maybe that's what it means. Understand what we learned in the Pasuk? And that's what the Rabbi Yohanan was arguing on the Bizakai. 
Then he came along and said, I'm Matish Ne'amimin. Hold it. The Bizzak was Matish that also. Because that's considered Giger Mekana. That it, it's getting giyorit, which the Bizakai himself was matid getting giyorit from its inception. So Rabbi Yohanan is not going to argue on something that the Bizakai agrees. Right? Remember, let's start again. What was the Bizakai's starting point? If it comes from getting giyorit mekana, meaning from the inception, kids okay. And Rabbi Yohanan says, nah, what are you talking about? I hold shne'amimin. And what's shne'amimin? Same case. <laughs> Same case. What are you arguing? So again, what it says, hainu giyorit mekana. Which is the Bizakai's law? And that is to Amemin. And that's how we know the Yohanan is Mekel, Legabe, the daughter, to be, make the permissible to Kehuna. Ika ve Ika de Amre. We have a different version. It's going to be the same result, but just a different way of getting there. Amar le, the Yohanan tells the Bizakai. אני שונה עמב מעמב להביא בתולה בעם משני עממים. מעם שיש פה שני עממים. From a nation that has two עממים, which is what? עמוני. Why do they have two עממים? Because they have uh, male and female. And what's the deen? Rebona says, ואת אמרת כיורת מקנה ותולה, which means... I'm coming along to say that even if the one of the fathers comes from a nation that has two amimin, but he's married to a Israel, but he's coming from a nation that has two amimin. Not that the marriage is two amimin, that the one of the the ger amoni, the husband, where does he descend from? From Amon, because he's a nation that's got two amimin. Because I'm married to a bad Israel. So the Gebra says, according to this opinion, that what is only really coming to tell me, not any get. It's only telling me that if the father is from a nation that has two nations, marries a bias, and the kid will be permissible. But let us say, you have the daughter of a Mitzri Sheni. That means a Mitzri Sheni married a Bat Yisrael, which is forbidden. But guess what? Mitzri is not Shnei Amemin. So therefore you have no heter for that kid to marry into the Kehuna. The Kishina, the Kehuna, but we hope we know it's permissible. Minale, how are you going to know? We, we know that if a Bat Yisrael marries a Mitzri Sheni, the kid is permissible to Kehuna. But the question is how you know it. Because you don't know it from the second version. The second version said you only know it because it's a, it's a man that comes from Shne'amimin. Who is a man that comes from Shne'amimin? Amon. Why is Amon considered coming from two nations? Because it's a split nation. You have male and female. They have different laws. So only that type of marriage where the guy comes from Shne'amimin that marries a Ba'i Israel, the kid will be permissible to kill now. But how do you know a bat is that marries a mitzri sheni. The mitzri is not coming from two nations. Mitzri, no, it's pasuk, but it's not two nations. That's a pasuk. No, no, no. That's the regular. That's the regular. I'm talking about the kohanim. We know those she can marry a regular. The daughter can marry a regular. We know our question is not to, to marry a regular. We want to know could the daughter marry kohen? And therefore, and you have no daya from here because your whole daya is what shnei that if it's an Ammoni guy that comes from this split nation, 
marries a you said the kid is going to be permissible. But how are you going to know the law of <coughs> that the daughter of a bat mitzvah that married a Yisrael? So v'chit emadi aliv ba'amoni shenasabat Yisrael. The Gemara comes along and says, I learned it. I learned it from Amoni that married by Yisrael ba'avira, and this kid's kid's permissible. Right? Ma'ala Amoni shenasabat Yisrael sheken nekevot mutarot. Oh. Which means, maybe you'll come along and say, listen, they do have something in common. Both marriages are forbidden. Bottom line, bottom line, get Amoni to a Yisrael. But you says forbidden? Yes. And the kid's permissible? If it's about permissible. No. I'll tell you, maybe we're more lenient by Amoni. Because in the Amoni world, Nekevot are permissible. Mashiach and Mitzri, there's no difference between male and female. So just because you're lenient by Amoni does not mean you'll be lenient by Mitzri. So you can't learn it from there. Oh. So Gebara says, I'm just going like Gebara. So Gebara says, Mitzri Sheni Shenasa Mitzri Sheniyah Yochiyah. Which means, when you have a Mitzri Sheni, yeah. second uh, generation, that married Mitzri Sheniyah, <coughs> which what? In that case over there where it is permissible that uh, marriage. No Sad Hamur in that side over there because the, the daughter is going to be permissible to, because she's a Mitzri Shenishi. Therefore, for sure, she's Keshera Lekeuna. Even though, even though you have the Sad Hamur, so you see that Sad Hamur does not play. Let's go back. We want to say, oh, Mitzvah is Sad Hamur. What is Sad Hamur? It forbids, forbids uh, what do you call it? It forbids, forbids Nekevot. Okay, very good. But still you see, <coughs> with all that, that when a Mitzvah Sheni marries a Mitzvah Sheni, the child is what? A Shilishi. And permissible to Kehuna. And we don't say, we don't say, oh, well, uh, is different because it forbids ladies. We see that it's still permissible for the daughter to marry into the Kehuna. Read Rashi, Mitzri Shini Shinazam Mitzri Shini Yochiyah, Shibito. Kishira, Shahare Shilishiti, Rafa Pishish Pensat Hamurki de Kamar, and Hiluhaki Sharia, Afania Biezu, Hoyo Vahare Hishlishit, Kishira the Kehuna. Which is, I'll, I'll bring the case of the Isud as well. I'll bring the case of a Mitzri Shini that married a uh, Bat Israel, that the marriage was illegal, but bottom line, the kid is a Shilishi, and therefore, I mean, what's the difference, bottom line, if it's a Shilishi, we're saying it's permissible. So therefore, whether it's Hittir, whether it's Isur, but the Gibraltar says no. <laughs> that is the difference, what I just said. There's no Isur when a Mitzishini marries a Mitzishini. That's why the kid will be permissible to kill now. But you cannot bring me a proof from over there that when a Mitzishini marries a Bat Yisrael, that the kid will be permissible. <coughs> the big difference. Yabarah says, Amoni Shinasa Bat Yisrael Yuchiyah. What are you telling me? You're telling me that Avera? <laughs> Go back to the Amoni case. The Amoni, Ger Amoni that married about Yisrael, even though it was Avera, the kid is permissible. And therefore, so I'll say as well, Mitzri. I think Yabara comes along and says, No! Maleze Shanikivot Mutarot. Mashagir Mitzri, no. Mitzri Shani Shinasam Mitzri Shani Yuchiyah. And the Hazaradin. And therefore, we're back into this cyclone. 
And therefore the Gemara says, Lord Izek, Izek, or Izek, and therefore Hasadr Shemesh Shemahem, that they're not permissible to know these things. One has limitations. Obviously, Amon has limitations, Mitzri has limitations. And the kids are still permissible to know. Mitzri Shini Shinasa Bat Yisrael, that the child will become permissible to. Kehu. Kehuna. Amar of Yosef. Ainu de Shamana led Rabbi Udad Amar. Amav me Amav. I heard one time Rabbi Udad give a derashah. And he said, Amav me Amav. Velo Yadana, Mike Amar. But I didn't know what he was talking about. Yes, yes. And now I know what he's talking about. What is he talking about? This derashah of me Amav. That's coming to come and tell me that the gay that comes from two nations, which is Amon, and therefore the kid that comes out of them, to buy Yisrael would be permissible to Kehuda. Ki Rav Shmuel Bar Yehuda, one of Shmuel Bar Yehuda came from Eretz Yisrael, Shavavel, Amar Achi Tana Kameh. Okay, we have a writer, the name of Rabbi Zakai, Isha Amonit Kishir. This is like a riddle. Let's just read the writer as it is, and the Gemara will solve this riddle. Isha Amonit Kishira. Okay, Amonit lady is Kishira. Bina Ma'amoni, her son from an Amoni, Pasul. Ubita Ma'amoni, but her daughter from an Amoni, Kishira. Bamed, Vrim Amorim, Ba'amoni, Va'amoni, Chinid Gayeru. That's the way they converted. Abal, Bita Ma'amoni, but the daughter from the Amoni will be Pasula. And when the Buhanan heard this Braita, Amale Puktane the Barra. Take this Braita outside. Makes no sense. What's the case? Be patient. The Gemara will go through each one of these lines and explain it. My de Amar, that which you said, Isha Amonit Kishira, that a lady who's an Amonit is Kishira, it's no problem. Amonit Velo Amonit. We know that already. That's the easiest. A, a, a convertis Amonit is permissible to come into the Kahal. That's the whole Dirashah that we learned that Ayn Zayn, Mudli Shon, Amonit Vedo Amonit. Bina Ma'amonit Pasul. No problem. The son that descends from an Amoni is going to be Pasul to come to the Kahal. Deha Amonihu. He's Amoni. You come from an Amoni, you're a male. You're Amoni. Amoni is a Sulabo. Magal. Ubita Ma'amoni. Keshira. Oh. The daughter that comes from an Amoni is Keshira. The Mara says, Lemai. Rabotai. If the mother's permissible to come into the Kahal, the daughter is going to be worse. We just said that the mother who's an Ammonite can come into the Kahal. Now the Ammonite produces, now you have an Ammonite produces a daughter. The daughter is going to be worse than the mother. Gemara says, Hashta ima. That what? That was not born Bikdusha. She was a Giyoret. Keshira, she can come into the Kahal. He, that the daughter that was born Jewish. Kosha Kesh, come into the Kahal. That's the Kahal. That's the Kahal. Mibaya. Understand what I just said? So Gemara says, Ela le Kehuna. Oh, I have to say. That when the Ger Amoni married a uh, uh, Giyoret Amoni, the child is going to be permissible, not only to come into the kahal, for sure, the daughter is always permissible to come into the kahal, even to come into kehu, nah, 
It's only talking about what? This is Abzakai talking. Where they converted first, and there's no Avera. Therefore, the child will be permissible to come into the Kala. What does it mean, but Bitam Amoni Pesula? That the daughter of an Amoni is Pesula. My Bitam Amoni, Eriman Amoni, Shirasa Amoni, Pesula Amoni, Shirasa Amoni, Hanukiyore Mikana. We said that's permissible. Ela Amoni, Shirasa Bat Yisrael. And that's the bright that's forbidden. And that the Yohanan is going to come along and say, wrong. Why? Because I hold that Amoni Shirasapa Yisrael is permissible to the Kehuna. Therefore, he argues on that Brayta. The Brayta was trying to say that only when it's Nisuin Kishirim, meaning Giyoret Mekana, Giyoret Amoni to Giyor Amoni, man to female Amonim. Then we're going to say it's permissible. And Abzakai says, but Bito Pesula, when Bito Pesula, if it's a Ger Amoni to a Ba' Israel, and the Yohanan says, you're wrong. Because we know the Bihar Shita is that even if it's a marriage was be'isud like that, the child is permissible too. Kiwuna. So he says that Belaita, take it outside. You mind them? Misri v'adumi enam asurim. Okay, so we said Misri v'adumi only forbidden until three generations. We said male and female. And then Bishamon, if you remember, made a kalvahomer. He said, what are you talking about? He said, why male and female? If when it came to Ammon and Moab, that forbade the men forever. And still the ladies were permissible immediately. So to, so that Mitzri, when you're only forbidding the men, three generations, certainly the ladies should be permissible immediately at once. And then the Gemara Mishnah came along and said that the rabbis came along to the Mishnah and said, listen, if it's a Kabbalah that you have from your rabbis, the Kabbal, in Kabbalah, the Kabbal. But if it's your own kabahomer, yes, teshuvah, we're able to be mafrik, we're able to answer it. The Torah says, my teshuvah. What was the teshuvah that the rabbis were able to refute? Amar Abab, Amar Hana, Amar Buhanan, Mishum, Di'ika Lememar, Arayot Yochihu. Arayot will prove that what? Arayot, three generations are Asur. The mother, the daughter, the granddaughter. Three generations now. Right? And what? It's Asur, Bat Bita, or Bat Bena. The Torah is said, both male and female. And still what? And he says only as three generations, which is the great, great, it'll be permissible. And still you see what? That even though it's three generations, no difference between male and female, no difference between bat bena or bat bita, it's going to be the same. So therefore, when your whole claim was that since it's only limited three generations, that should matir the ladies. It's not so. Arayot, that's only as three generations, and there's no hadut between men and women, doesn't matter where they come from, maybe ladies are going to be forbidden equally. That's the claim that the rabbis have against the bee. Shema Arayot Yochiyo. Let's read that in the sheaf. We have a sheaf on that. Where is that? Oh, first white line. Right, same thing. So the Gebarah says, no, no. Of 
course, Ariot is strict. You know why Ariot has a strict Humrah uh, that men and women are equal, equally forbidden? Punishment, punishment is karet. Mitzri doesn't have Yisru karet. Mitzri is only love. And therefore, you cannot bring me a proof from Arayot. Mamzer Yochiyah. Waiter. Mamzer, which is not karet, and it's still forbidden equally, men and women. So the Gemara says, wait, what do you mean Mamzer? Mamzer. Mamzer has a stringency that it cannot come into the kahal. Le'olam, which Mitzri does not. Well, Arayot yuchichu. Arayot will prove that what? That is Isur Olam. And therefore what? Which means, I'm sorry, the Arayot, that muteret, after three generations are going to be missable, or, or, or say no. Say like this. Ma'al le'mamzer sheken en ra'ulavu bakahal le'olam, that it's forbidden to everybody. That this mamzer cannot come into the kahal for anybody. It's a suit to the whole congregation forever. That's the point of mamzer. Ariot is only a suit to relatives. relatives, but it's permissible to. And still it's a suit. So Yabarah says, Hazaradi, meaning Ariot have what the homra of karet. Mamzer yachihu. No karet. Mamzer has a suit to everybody. Ariot yachihu. So therefore, we're going back and forth. We're back into the cyclone. Lord, Isaac, 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 be the Humrah of Arayot, is not the Humrah of Mamzer, and vice versa. Elat said the Seveshabim, then what do we see? Asurim, that they have restrictions on them, and therefore men and women are equally forbidden. Ben ben Mamzer, ben Arayot. So therefore, Hadzakrim, Hadzakrim, what the Vani have, Mitzri, Mitzri. And I will say, what you Asurim, Hadzakrim, Behad, Nekevot. So that's the Gemara's. It's from a combination of Arayot and Mamzer. How I know that Mitzri is going to be forbidden ben zecharim minikwa. That would be the question that the Bana would have against the B Shimon, unless the, for the fact that he had a Kabbalah. But im ladun, we can make a Ma, uh, 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 common denominator said the shavir between Mamzer and Arayot. When I says, oh, who said that this said the shavir is good? Mal it said the shavir shebahem shekin yeshbahem tzad karet. Mal it tzad karet. Legabe Arayot, madai it's karet. And legabe Mamzer, the lady had to commit karet to get the Mamzer. She went with Eshish, Eshish is karet. So therefore. In these cases over here, you have no, no percha against the Bisham on from the Saad Hashavir. Another interpretation, oh, so which means that Rabbanan will come along and say, that you cannot break this. We're going back. You wanted to bring me a question from <coughs> Mamzer. What was the question from Mamzer? Let's start again. Arayot Yuchiyah. What's Arayot Yuchiyah? Just like we said, it's only three generations, and still men and women are equal. So therefore you see that what? That uh, so too, uh, Mitzri and uh, uh, Mitzri also, even though it's three generations, therefore the Gebra said on that, Ma'al Arayot has karet. Arayot has a stringency. No, Mamzer Yochiyah. Now stop right there. 
at this point when we said mamzer yochiyah, which is what? That even though there's no karet, and still it's forbidden, man, you see it's not the karet that's bringing the isur. So at this point, the rabbis will insert the following answer to that. The insert at this point is, a halal that comes from an almana that marries, I'm sorry, a, a, yeah, a kohen gadol that marries a be'ula. A kohen gadol marries a be'ula. So that obviously is asu, you can only marry a betula. And it produces a halal. And there's no karet in that. There's no karet in a kohen gadol marrying a be'ula. And still produces a halal, meaning isur. And therefore the Gemara says, ben Yaakov, that holds that a halal can come from Hibeh Aseh. Let's read Rashi, how he's learning this now. This is the Rashi that's going to start from Tzadkaret. We read Rabbanan. Rabbanan de Amre Yesh Teshubah, Parchina Anlel Rabbi Shimon Mechalal de Hayabeh Aseh, Kegon, Kohen Gadol Shenasa Anusa. Yuri. Right, Kohen Gadol married Anusa. Maz Anusa, she's Be'ula. Kohen Gadol married a Anusa. So therefore she was already, there was no Isul Karet of it. She was Anusa, therefore she's a, she's a Be'ula. Shehi ala ba'aseh, betula yikach, velo be'ula. So that's a'aseh. Ve'en kan lav dezona, deleka leman de'aman bi'at penuya zinuti ela de bi'alazar. And there's no zinuti like everybody else, because it's panun de penuya. The fact that this girl over here went with a, was, was raped by a Yisrael, that does not make her a zona, only according to the B, in the Isaac. Ve'net l'cheta kebatek, kedoma perek abad yibimto. Oh, and the Balad is going to be a halal nonetheless. Okay, but I was going to say now, Oh, Arayot will show you that what? That we don't make a difference between the male and female, even though it's only three generations. Oh, that was a question on Arayot. No, I'll show you that halal of Isur Aseyochia, which is what? Right, there's no haluk, which means there's no haluk between the son and the daughter. They're both pisulim. So the Gemara will say, no, but halal, he was born from a isud because the, 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 the halal only can come from a from an isud. The fichach. They go back. They go back to Arayot. Arayot were not that just like they produce somebody, but that's the difference between men and boys and girls. So the difference between boys and girls like a bimitzi. Umai loki, and what does um, uh, Rabbi Shimon come along and say loki? Which means it sounds like he rejected this pircha of the rabbanan loki. So he says haki kamadehu lididi lo svira lid Rabbi Eliezer ben Yaakov. He says first of all, I don't hold this business of Rabbi Eliezer ben Yaakov that a halal can come from Hibe'aseh. Your whole claim to me was, you see that you don't have a karet, and it can produce a halal. I don't hold that. So he doesn't hold that when a, when a, when a what do you call it, when a kohen gadol goes with a bi'ula, that the child will be a halal. So if you don't hold that, then you have no question against him. The whole question was based on arayot. Ma'ala arayot yesh karet. Halal yuchiyah. She'en karet, 
and it produces a halal. I don't agree with that. I don't hold that a, a, a halal can come from a. So therefore, you, your whole claim against me is based on the opinion of Ezra ben Yaakov, when he holds by halal. So the Mishnah says, first of all, I don't hold that halal. And anyway, if I did hold of it, Kabbalah yeshli, and therefore it doesn't matter uh, regardless. And therefore he says, the Svila who can be but according to you that hold like the Bidez bin Yaakov that you have a halal from Aser, and then we have a Teshuah my kavah, uh, on the Kavah Homer, halakha ani omer, I have halakha. And therefore, Memanat Shechai is saying, you are trying to break me from a Kavah Homer. What was the Kavah of the rabbis we're going to come along and say? Uh, I'm sorry, Bishamon. The Bishamon's Kavah was what? And what? In the case we have Isud Olam, the ladies of permissible, we have Isud only for three generations, local chicken. The rabbis will come along and say, hey, and the Gemara goes, oh, Malarayot, Cheshbam Shkaret. No, Halal Alibad, Rabbi Ezra Yaakov, you hear that there's no Isu Karet, and still the kids have been in between boys and girls. And Rabbi Shmuel come along and say, guess what? I don't hold like Rabbi Ezra Yaakov. And even if I did, like you hold like them, it doesn't matter. Halachai, and therefore it's a Kabbalah that I have from my rabbis. Tanya, Amadev Rabbi Shmuel, Hadacha, Ani Omer. First of all, it's a Halacha. Oh, Nekram Esayyani. That what? That the Mitzriyot are going to be permissible. Mi Yaj. And Imar, as it says, Banim Asher Yivaledu Lahem Dor Shilishi. It says, Banim. Banim Velo Banot. That only the Banim, but not Banot. And if we see from what? That you have a Padrasha. That the Pazuk is only limiting the males that are born and not the females. Okay.